on the wrestling podcast about nothing. Happy Festivus! That's the only holiday happening this week, right? Well, in celebration of Frank Costanza's favorite holiday, we're going to partake in the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now, you're going to hear about it. And maybe later we'll do a few feats of strength, right, Malonis? Maybe. I got to tell you about a feat of strength, Mike. I wrestled away a doll for my son from somebody, and I rained blows down upon the guy as I walked out of the store. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get more into that a little later. Plus, your promo about nothing and so much more. But first, tell him, George. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, episode 191, a production of Crackpot Podcasts. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me, as always, is a veteran of the New England Independent Mat Wars. He is still a contracted Ring of Honor wrestler, renewed, as we heard last week, Mr. Inside Edition, one half of the bouncers, the brawler, Brian Malonis. Hi. Hi, resigned, re-upped, but I didn't renege on my deal. So all's good in the world, right? I, I would guess so. Yeah, the holiday season. And uh, we're going to celebrate today on the wrestling podcast about nothing, aren't we? For a fat guy, you're not very jolly. The, what, are you, what are you talking about? I'm very jolly this week on the wrestling podcast about nothing. You're never jolly. You're always busting my chops on, on Twitter. Always coming at me. I'm not the only one, I guess. <laughs> why who else came at me we gonna get into it maybe maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit uh yeah so you got that roh scratch these days you've re-upped your uh you participated in final well you didn't participate exactly at final battle but you were there you were accounted for you did some promos that i saw mike i got paid to do uh well that's not i was gonna say i get paid to do what you do every friday night but you don't actually watch wrestling but uh i got paid to drink beer and watch wrestling. So I don't know. I think that's a big win, right? Not a bad way to spend a night. And I did see your promo with uh, Quinn McKay, you and the bruiser, of course, the bouncers. And uh, you talked about quite a visual, quite a visual when she's with us, huh? Quite a visual. Yes. And you talked about two talls and a small <laughs> tribute, which is a very uh, In inside a, joke, <laughs> a very inside joke, a callback for like you know, two or three people to get including uh, Todd Sinclair and myself. Yeah, can you talk about what two talls and a small actually means? It's the Vince Vicalo order. Yes, when we would go to the 99, the restaurant uh, down the street from the old uh, Chaotic Training Center, now, of course, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, where, by the way, uh, Brian Fury is the proprietor of, and he is not here this week. He is uh, in the midst of... Uh, his UPS Hell Week. So there's no Brian Fury here in the wrestling podcast about nothing this week. I uh, figured let's get that out of the way. He will be back next week, but uh, this is, is not a good time for him as being a part-time UPS employee on top of being the owner of Chaotic Wrestling, on top of being the owner of the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Uh, big week for the Firebrand. <laughs> yeah, where the hell are my packages, Fury? I got Christmas gifts to give out. I know, Jesus, everything's late this year, and everyone's uh, turned his way, and Brian's trying to toss blame someone else's way, and it's not happening. He's the UPS guy. He's put it out here on this podcast, so anyone who has any complaints about their packages not arriving before Christmas, take it up with Brian Fury. He is on Twitter, at XBrianXFuryX. If you're able to actually get that Twitter handle right, you can talk to him, and uh, we'll see what we can do about getting your package to you. But uh, back to the story. We used to go to the 99 after the uh, wrestling school uh, Vince Vicalo, uh, old-time chaotic wrestling talent, would go there and his uh, beverage orders. He would get a, a, a tall Bud Light. 
he would get a second tall Bud Light. And then for the road, well, not actually, not exactly for the road, but uh, at the end, like I guess dessert, he would get a small Bud Light. So it was two talls and a small. Yeah, I was very quick to find uh, Todd Sinclair after we recorded that um, in Baltimore. I had to go search the arena. Uh, and and did share uh, that with him? Excuse me, not Todd Smith. Todd Sinclair, not Todd Smith. Uh, that, that would be quite controversial if Todd Smith was backstage <laughs> in Baltimore. But uh, if, Todd, if Todd Sinclair was very happy to share uh, what I had just recorded with him. So for the four or five people that, uh, that understood that reference and watched, you're welcome. Yes. And uh, yeah, so Quinn McKay was there, the little <coughs> Quinn McKay with you and the bruiser. So it was two talls and a small. It all worked out. Even if you didn't really get it, I guess you kind of got it, right? Exactly. It was for everybody. For the kids. <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> so uh, what'd you get me this year for Festivus or even Christmas, perhaps? I funded the podcast for another year. I think that's a pretty good gift. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I got something for you. You did? Yeah. A donation has been made in your name to the Human Fund. <laughs> uh, the Human Fund? How can, can I look up and verify this uh, organization? I sure hope not. <laughs> I'll take a $20,000 check if you want to donate, though. <laughs> it's money for people, Brian. It, it certainly is. Speaking of people, uh, a lot of people were wondering what happened to our YouTube channel, which went away a couple months ago. Just kaput, just vanished into thin air. We had a... I mean, we had a few subscribers. We had a couple of uh, videos that did okay, but it all went uh, poof, nothing, gone. So I have been slowly rebuilding a YouTube channel. So YouTube is back, baby. So go check out on YouTube. Just look up WPAN, Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. I'm sure it will come up and subscribe. We're starting from scratch again. I'm rebuilding. I'm re-adding uh, a, lot, a bunch of old videos. So go check out our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. And we're going to be doing more with YouTube in 2020. I guarantee it. Right, Brian? Sure. I, I've been pitching stuff to film for our YouTube channel for uh, forever. Vlogs, if you will, Mike. But you uh, Vlogs. Yeah. But you don't, uh, you know, you don't want to put in the effort, so. Well, Brian, uh, you, <laughs> you started to put in the effort for your YouTube channel. That lasted, what, two weeks? Uh, you know, I'm very busy, Mike. I'm very busy. <laughs> I have been, I, I been friggin' nonstop here since, like, October until now. And I sat down. We're recording this uh, Sunday afternoon. And yesterday when I got to sit down on my couch and watch some football, I feel like that's the first time in, like, two months that I just had a day where I didn't have to do anything. And I could just... Like I actually got some stuff done around the house. I went out and finally uh, did some snow blowing. It's it's been a whirlwind the last few months. So it's pretty nice that uh, the next couple of weeks, just with the holidays, and I only have one more show left for the year, but really a nice little break between now and uh, January 11th when I head out to. Well, I guess January 4th when I head to Brewer, Maine, but. Damn it. It's been crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, you've, you're funding the podcast, so we need the people to fund you. So go to BrianMalonis.com to get some T-shirts. And are you guaranteeing Christmas delivery? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think the orders don't ship for like seven to ten business days. So oh, let's just put it this way, Mike. Uh, while I, I certainly move an okay amount of T-shirts, I don't think I'm quite one of the fellas that has the stock all pre-printed up. No? All right. Well, you can still go to <laughs> BrianMalonis.com and get your T-shirts. He's got the Drunk Bears That Care or the Drinking Bears That Care shirt, the new one for the bouncers. You got the uh, old school kingpin design. You got uh, Brawler Malonis Mastodon shirt. And, of course, the centerpiece of the collection is the Curtain Jerker WPAN official T-shirt all over there at BrianMalonis.com. And if you want to find out more about the wrestling podcast about nothing, you can go to the WPAN.com. That is the WPAN.com, our hub, our home base, the official website of the podcast. You can find ways to subscribe over there, all the various podcast platforms, including Spotify. We are on there. So just go there. You can just click and find your favorite one. Also, we got the social media links. We are basically at the WPAN on all social media platforms. So uh, just go there. There, follow us and interact. Plus, you get the bios. I mean, there's mine there. There's Brian Malonis's there, and that's about it for the moment. Plus, you get pictures. You get uh, 
video content coming from YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So go over to the WPAN.com for everything you need to know about the wrestling podcast about nothing. Brian Malonis. Yes. Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus, indeed. It is that time of year. It is December 23rd. Festivus. And as Frank Costanza says... The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. It all starts. The tradition of Festivus, as we all know, starts with the airing of grievances and... We did this for a little while on the podcast. We did it last year at this time, and we brought it forward into the new year, into 2019. It went away for a bit and is back in a big way. The official podcast of Festivus here as we are airing our wrestling grievances this week. And uh, Brian, we've got some friends and listeners that have shared their grievances. But first, I'd like to get one of your grievances for festivus okay well i I, this is about uh a friend of ours this is about uh a co-host of this show oh he's not here couldn't be bothered to be here this week (laughs) um you know i'm here each and every week (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but this guy here brian fury Mm. one of my greatest rivals in the ring a guy who i've routinely said is one of my favorite opponents of all time a friend somebody who also owns a professional wrestling company. I would call myself somewhat of a chaotic wrestling legend. Yes. Is that fair, Mike? Uh, Yeah, you're up there. You're on the Mount Rushmore, I would think. Okay. You know, one of the greatest to ever step foot in chaotic wrestling. I've gone on to have uh, a modicum of success these last couple of years, but uh, it's always nice to go home. So my grievance is, what the hell, Fury? Where are the bookings? Why did I only wrestle for Chaotic like three times last year? This is ridiculous. Uh, I should I should be there regularly when I when I can at my leisure. <laughs> at your leisure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a Chaotic wrestling legend, I should be able to come and go as I please. That's what that's you know that's what I feel. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's only fair. We booked him weekly here on the podcast. Yeah, I had to put up with you pushing him non-stop when I was booking, you know, I had to deal with this guy. I didn't leave Brian Fury off shows when I was running chaotic wrestling. I mean, granted, I wasn't the owner of it at that point. So I had even less power than Brian Fury currently has, but I booked him every show. I'm sitting on the sidelines over here. What's going on? Well, um, there is a new era of chaotic wrestling ever since, uh, Fury took over over there. Um, E R R O R error. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that, Brian. But when I've visited recently to Chaotic Wrestling, I mean, I don't know many people over there anymore. Maybe he's just trying to freshen things up. He'll bring you back occasionally as he does, uh, you know, like a few times a year as he as he has. But you want to be there all the time, every time. I think I should be. I think it, well, you know, if I'm not, if I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice you showed up for the free food at the Christmas party, Michael. Well, I brought food, too. <laughs> did you now? Yeah, this is the, the Christmas party. Oh, no, I didn't. I I did. Yeah, I went to two Christmas parties, actually. I went to Brian Fury's actual Christmas party at his home, and I went to the wrestling school Christmas party. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get a chance to go to the, the annual Brian Fury Christmas party at his home. I was very, I was very disappointed. I was in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. As a matter of fact, I think I, actually I was in Joppa, Maryland. I think. <laughs> well, were you actually disappointed? Were you just snubbing him, or were you happy no. because you know he didn't book you, so you're not going to take his stupid holiday party bookings? No, I'm disappointed. I, I love going to that party every year. Nice Yankee swap. Yeah, I ended up with socks. <laughs> didn't go well for your boy <laughs> at the Yankee swap. <laughs> All right, well, my first grievance. Hey, let's stick with Brian Fury, right? This guy, we talked about it a moment ago. All I need is a simple biography to put up on our website, the WPAN.com. I've added his name to all of our other bios on all of our social media. He's there. He's, uh, you know, in bright lights. 
He's a part of the whole deal. I have to, we had to take some pictures, I think, to replace the old photos. But uh, otherwise, he is all over our social media. He's a part of the podcast. We made it official late portions of this year. He's in, he's in it. There's no getting out of it. And all he has to do to make it super official official is to send a biography for us to put on the WPAN.com. And it hasn't happened. He's given every excuse in the book. He's a laundry list of excuses. And I don't know what to do about it, Brian. <laughs> well, he's your, I mean, he's your buddy. You're the one that kisses his ass nonstop. He's your personal life hero. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> do you think that would did, would... did you not do his dishes? I didn't. Have you... Have you oh, that's, that might be it. You're not going to his house to wash his dishes as much anymore. Oh, man. So did you when he wrestled Josh Briggs? Did you go to the match and carry his bags in for him? No. Oh uh, well, I figure he's going to fifty people at the school that are willing to do that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, well, yeah, they're they're the ones getting uh, the attention that you're not getting. I suppose so. Well, Brian Fury, I know you're listening to this. Get us your bio before the end of the year. You got some time off, right? The UPS thing is uh, done probably by the time you're listening to this. So you got some time, get a writing. Talk about your career, then your your second career, your third career, you know, with all the times you came back from retirement. Just to write it out there, it might be a little lengthy, but do what you can. Send it over to us at the WPAN, and we'll get it right up there on the website so everyone can know what's going on with Brian Fury. All right, I guess it's time for a little talk back. Because I have a uh, grievance from Mr. Brian Fury himself. Oh, my goodness. Let's hear what he has to say as his contribution to this week's episode. Hey, guys. What's going on? I really don't know what time it is, what day it is. Uh, I'm running on fumes. I'm very sad that I couldn't be there to record this week. Uh, Festivus is a great holiday to celebrate and to let it all out. Um, but I certainly wasn't going to let it go by without me airing a couple grievances. Uh, number one, everybody shops online now, and it makes my life this time of year a major living hell. I, uh, going into work right now for gay, like, 17 in a row or something like that. And, uh, literally no weekends. Uh, but honestly, uh, let's get to airing of grievances concerning professional wrestling. Uh, number one, stop being so hypercritical as a fan. Um, stop trying to analyze every single little itty bitty thing and explain why you hate something or why you love something or whatever else. Like when you were a kid, Ultimate Warrior being locked into an airtight coffin was cool. If that happened on professional wrestling today, I can't imagine the type of like outrage on Twitter. And then number two, professional wrestling promoters, and I may be guilty of this too, uh, stop being so rigid uh, as far as format and promos, um, let people kind of live out on their own, let people be able to do things a little bit, uh, let air breathe in between things, let things come organically and naturally rather than just being 100%. So rigid, I think that pro wrestling lives in a space where you should be able to kind of do whatever you want. Uh, clearly, I'm kind of rambling on a little bit because it is like 12.30 at night in the morning. I don't know which one it is. I'm heading into work again. Um, so, yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever it is that you guys celebrate. I will be back next week. If there is an episode, I don't even know. I don't. I, I don't know. My life is in shambles right now. Back to you guys. All right. Well, Brian Fury, clearly in a state of depression. <laughs> he sounds very tired. Yes, he's drolling on there. But uh, he's got some good information, some good uh, 
some good grievances that we all should consider, especially you can think about that Ultimate Warrior spot with the uh, locked in an airtight coffin. I haven't thought about that in probably 30 years or whenever it happened. But uh, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't uh, pass muster with the internet fan today, would it? It wouldn't pass muster with you after listening to uh, <laughs> Fury blasting you about current day wrestling. You are you are the epitome of uh, a active member of the IWC. Oh Jesus, Brian! Uh, I I don't remember. I, I mean, I recall it being a little weird back in the day, but I'm sure there were fans. There was a contingent of smart newsletter reading fans that weren't into the uh, the whole incident with the Ultimate Warrior and. Stuff that WWE was doing probably in general at the time. WWF, I should say. Well, we didn't have to listen to him at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just in like darkened alleys and at uh, nerd conventions. That Their the- parents' basements. Oh boy, here we go with that whole <laughs> gimmick. Um, so yeah, okay, I, I agree with that. And what do you think about Brian talking about uh, giving more freedom to wrestlers in uh, independent events? Yeah, I agree, uh, especially on the, at the independent level. You know, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to work for a company in Ring of Honor where we, we actually do get a lot of creative freedom and leeway. I think when people think of something like WWE, they think of everything <laughs> to the most minute detail scripted out. So um, especially at the independent level where guys are learning, guys are trying to find themselves. Yeah, trial and error. Let them make mistakes. You know, it's uh, <laughs> 250 people at the Elks Lodge isn't isn't life or death, you know, while. You want to put on quality shows and you have to, you know, put on quality shows to make people come back. It, it's, it's, a, it's a learning ground. People should be learning and experimenting and trying at that level. So uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. And I don't think he, he indicated their independence. So it could, I mean, it could go all the way to all the way to the top in terms of what he's talking about, giving people more freedom, less scripts and stuff like that. I think that's something that's been talked about for a while and something that we should continue to talk about because there's a lot of creativity in the mind of wrestlers i mean they put together these elaborate matches with using their creativity and for it to bleed over into their promos into more of their character to have more freedom in that way i think you know that is you let these guys sink or swim on their own merits right well some of it is, some of it is the wrestler being willing to take a chance and uh bet on them, themselves and I, I think there's instances of that all throughout even before we thought we knew all the inner workings of pro wrestling where uh wrestlers just tried something and they and if it failed they would have been in deep shit and if it uh you know it went well then they're success stories i think we also live in a day and age where uh, especially with the top company um there's very cushy very good contracts for everybody and maybe you're less inclined to rock the boat uh if you're making a very comfortable living <laughs> Did you find anything out about those contracts in your, um, you know, your, your contract was coming up? You Maybe you went out and did a little shopping? It's all confidential, Mike. It's all, uh, you know, maybe I'll write about it in a book someday. Oh, okay. Because uh, it would be a uh, contract tampering situation, would it not? Um, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll talk to my lawyer and have him get back to you. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's talk about someone on Facebook who responded to our uh our call for grievances. This is Dan Bolia, and he says, Brian Malonis is one of my favorite wrestlers ever, but his sport takes are some of the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, that's because this guy's a freaking Patriots homer. You know, like, he, you know, he's sitting there and he's got his Tom Brady binky in his mouth. And, uh, you know, here, here's a guy who two weeks ago, he's crying about the Pats getting screwed against the Chiefs and, you know, and then yesterday the Bills get absolutely railroaded on the final drive, blatant face mask miss. And where is he? Where's the where's the fair and balanced? Where's the hey, the, the Bills got screwed on this call. So and it's exactly as I tried to tell him that stop crying. This happens every week in the NFL. A bad call uh, severely hampers a team and the solution is don't leave it in the ref's hands. I guess it's a bad sports take because when it happens to his team, he's very upset. But when it benefits his team, not so upset. That's what you call a hypocrite. Oh, boy. Well, Dan, if you're listening, uh, thank you very much for listening. And I hope you'll continue to listen, even though Brian doesn't understand what's going on with the listeners of the podcast. You got to be nice. You got to treat them with some respect. Right? I treat people as they treat me. Oh, Jesus. He treats you very nice. So thank you, Dan. How about Jason Tiller? His grievance. 
I am tired of seeing Superhuman and his good friend Paul on wrestling shows. Go ahead and argue that he's a draw, but when it comes down to it, this is the type of shit that fuels Jim Cornette's rage and makes the casual fans say, that's so dumb, why does anyone watch this? Are you aware, Brian, of the Superhuman? I am. And what what what, what a couple of people to put in the same uh, grievance, Jim Cornette and Superhuman. Two people who uh, I wish would just go away. <laughs> or Superhuman, if you actually look at the spelling. But anyway, <laughs> woot woot. Is it woot woot or woop woop? Which is yeah, that? woop woop. I think it is. Uh, don't woop try woop. this at home. I hope you like it. <laughs> Him and his uh, good friend Paul. I guess they're getting wrestling show bookings what's your take on this i don't blame him i blame the promoters that are that are booking him it's absolutely ridiculous and when this kid gets hurt because he's untrained uh doing stupid stunts in their ring they're ultimately gonna have to be the ones to answer for it i hope i hope the gifts and the and the views on youtube are are worth it um but uh certainly to me if you're a credible promotion you're not going to put this guy in the ring i mean how different is it though from any, I mean, he's, I mean, he's a low-level celebrity. I'll give you that. But any other celebrity, he's just going in there. He's doing like a spot. He doesn't do a match per se. He goes in there. I seen him do a stunner. I seen him do like a dive onto a bunch of guys. I mean, it's not. He's not in there having a wrestling match. Uh, you know, going toe to toe with. He's he's like doing a, a spot, which is I say no different than a lot of. Like I said, celebrities that are going on to pro wrestling and doing little spots and angles. So I mean, I don't see it that much different from that. So you're uh, you're comparing uh, Superhuman to the Arrow. <laughs> so so what you're comparing here? <laughs> Not exactly. I mean, the Arrow I think <laughs> did a match, right? He did a match at a WrestleMania, a tag match. But uh, I, I mean, I don't so do you, Superhuman, Tyson Fury, same thing. <laughs> he had a match too, didn't he? He did, yeah. Well, Superhuman, like I said, he didn't have, He doesn't have really matches. So it's better then. It's better. <laughs> you're a fool. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't mind it that much, Jason Tiller. I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I mean, he's doesn't look like a wrestler. He shouldn't be going toe to toe with guys. I guess he gives guys stunners, and maybe they sell it kind of more ridiculously than they should. Uh, whatever. Uh, as far as I go, my my official take is whatever. <laughs> and he closes by saying fuck this shit indeed so that's from uh, jason tillage uh, thank you jason for your grievance let's go to another call with a grievance brian here we go yeah this is uh julian star from truth justice and the new england pro wrestling way podcast uh i know it's best of us for the rest of us so i'm gonna go ahead and air my grievance uh, I've said this over and over again. The professional wrestling business is not as great as everyone says it is. And here's why. I don't believe that the wrestling business today is booming. Like it was in the 90s and the 80s. There's no characters. There's no one to believe in anymore. Brian Fury likes to say that the wrestling business is thriving. Yet WWE, AEW, no one can pack a house sold out like they could in the past. And the reason why is because you don't have any characters to believe in anymore. Brian Fury stated that he does not like MMA anymore because everyone's the same. Because every single person does the same thing. Well, that is wrestling today. Wrestling today, every wrestler can do a backflip. Every wrestler can do a moonsault, a shooting star press. Everyone does dives now. Everyone does impactful moves. Every match almost feels the same. There's no main event feel anymore. So to me, the wrestling business is thriving for professional wrestlers. There's more opportunities for them. But for the actual business itself, I believe it is suffering because there's not enough characters to go around. That's my gripe with this year in 2019. All right. Julian Starr from Truth, Justice, and the New England Pro Wrestling Way. Great podcast. Make sure you check that out. They uh, focus really, really dive down deep on uh, New England Pro Wrestling. So make sure to check that podcast out. What do you think about his take about pro wrestling not thriving as people like Brian Fury tend to suggest? I don't disagree with his take. Um, to me, when we talk about is the wrestling business thriving or not, 
I, I don't. I will say I don't believe it's a boom period in pro wrestling. Uh, I, I don't. I believe there's a, sa- a saturation of it. Uh, what I think has happened, and why there's so many other companies now that have risen up and people uh, are more aware of, is, is one because it's easier accessibility. So I think there's more awareness from mainstream fans, like fans of WWE, who. You know, we talked about both in the past that growing up watching wrestling, we had no idea the independence even existed. Um, and, and how would we unless like we just kind of stumbled upon a show or something or something like that? Um, and now it's it's easier than ever for even the most casual of wrestling fans to become aware of, you know, more variety of wrestling. So I think Julian's right in that when you think about how many people were watching wrestling in the late 90s and during the 80s. It's not the same amount of people that are watching wrestling today. Yeah, I mean, I I think you're a little more um, grounded than Brian Fury, who's yeah talking about a boom period and all this stuff. And I think I agree too with what Julian is saying. That is a a boom for wrestling, is a boom for wrestlers. I don't know about as much as wrestling in general and wrestling promotions. Uh, For wrestlers, it's it's freaking great. Yeah, absolutely. For for us in the business, it's fantastic. But you're talking about, I mean, if we were in a boom period, you're talking about the you know the the these Wednesday night wars where two companies and neither one of them are breaking a million a million viewers. That to me doesn't exactly scream boom period. You know what I mean? Like that's, and I you know, I don't know what TNT's expectations were for AEW, but I, I gotta imagine that they would would probably hope that they were at least breaking a million viewers weekly. Uh, for what I've heard, I think they presume this would be around where they were. So I don't think they're all disappointed with what's going on with TNT, but I'm sure they're hoping for some growth, not a not a downward trend. Well, that kind of rolls into my next grievance. Um, Twitter. I mean, I saw this tweet that I want to read from uh, Warren Hayes, who is a YouTube personality in wrestling. He is at Mr. Warren Hayes on Twitter. This kind of sums up my take on this as well. He says, Twitter is fascinating for how it constructs its own narratives and starts to believe them. Just in the last month or so, one, Liv Morgan would be added to the Firefly Funhouse, two, Marty Skrull is leaving ROH for AEW, and three, the Bucks are leaving Twitter because of a video of a guy throwing poor punches. And the real problem begins when people get angry when their narratives don't happen. They blame promotions, decision makers, or wrestlers. Sometimes taking a step back to understand what's going on is better than a gut reaction. I think it couldn't have been said better. Thank you, uh, Warren Hayes. Just the way in these people's minds. I mean, it's beyond wrestling. It's uh, You think about like The Last Jedi, the last Star Wars movie, where people had in their minds this idea of what was going to happen. And then it didn't, and spoiler alert, Luke dies, and everyone goes crazy because this isn't what they had in their head for what Star Wars should be. I mean, it's it goes beyond wrestling, but the the Twitter takes have really uh, just ruined people's enjoyment of pro wrestling, and they don't even really understand that it's kind of their own fault. Yeah, I, I think I think well said by by him. <laughs> well, well put by you. It's just this. Uh, and it's, and I'm sorry. I know you get mad when I go there, but it's guys like the Dave Meltzers and the Alvarezes and all these guys of the world, who, when they report and when they write, they write with such conviction. Like what they're writing is the gospel, and people just believe it. And then those things don't happen, and they just back it up with. I think Bruce Pritchard talks well. They just back it up with, you know, well, uh, well plans, plans change. change. Yeah, I, I've seen this happen recently. Again, we just the stuff we just talked about, all the stuff in Ring of Honor, where I have seen these things reported of like bad morale in the locker room and things like that. And I'm like, what freaking locker room? First of all, who's reporting this? And who was in our locker room that's reporting that? Because if you came in our locker room and saw the morale and saw the way uh, that we all interact with one another, like you don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I see things just from when people talking about Ring of Honor that are just false and made up and i'm like what are you even talking about um you know so it's just these are made up narratives fed by i mean lord knows what these sources truly are and and and, i mean how do you even verify you know that i think i think the thing you see a lot with the dirt sheets is i was told by somebody who would know like how do you even know that because i mean i can tell you right now i don't know what creative is for 
everybody in the company going forward for the company that I work for. You know, you know what I mean? So who, unless it's somebody directly on the writing team, directly on the booking team, I, I, I don't, I don't know, uh, but it, it's written with such conviction that then it gets out there on the internet and that's what people see and believe, or somebody just puts out there the idea of that, Hey, it didn't go this way, but it should have gone this way and this way. And other people agree. Yeah, that would have been cool, but it's also hindsight is 2020 and nobody ever lets a story develop anymore. There's this instant reaction of like stories are supposed to be up and down, up and down, up and down. And when you have, I, th- I think it's anything where there is, storytelling that's played out over um, multiple weeks or multiple films or things of that nature where people just, they have all this time to concoct what they think the next chapter should be. Um, so in pro wrestling, it's weekly television. You know, there, there's the weekly story to follow uh, and there's supposed to be ups and downs. There are supposed to be times you're pissed off and people now just like, no, I should be happy all the time. It's like, no, it's supposed to be this emotional journey where there's a portion of it where you are angry Like there are times where you should turn off a wrestling program at the end of it and you should just be feeling angry. And then that's where the beautiful piece of like the vindication the following week of whatever's going to happen. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, It's just I think it's partly to do with the instant gratification society. If I don't get what I want when I want it as fast as I want it, then it's shit. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let's go to another caller then. Someone who has something very important to talk about, Brian. Their grievance here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. This is John Morris calling in. Love the podcast still. But Crockett has failed at the hashtag win a date with Todd Sinclair. Happy holidays. Okay, so that's his grievance, I guess, with me for not getting Todd a date. (laughs) You failed. I certainly did. Many have tried. To get uh, Todd Sinclair a date, including Adam Pierce, including Daniel Bryan. But uh, we've all failed, I think. To be fair, Todd is very busy. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. He says it all the time. <laughs> yes, well, he is. He's very, he's very busy. All right, let's go to Twitter now, Brian. At uh, Mr. Bones on Twitter. M-I-S-T-E-R. Oh, Mr. T-Bones, excuse me. T-Bone. T-Bone? <laughs> At M-I-S-T-E-R. T-Bones, Zach, he says his grievance is why Mac Rivera isn't in the Hall of Fame. He is one of the WWF's best jobbers. Uh, If you don't know Brian, Mac Rivera, also known as Jose Luis Rivera, who I also believe was uh, one of the conquistadors at one point in the WWF. What is your take on Mac Jose Luis Rivera? I don't really have one. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Who's your uh, top guy that should be in the Hall of Fame that isn't? It's got to be The Undertaker, right? I mean, he should be in the Hall of Fame at this point, right? Maybe. I, mean, I guess he's still technically active. For guys who aren't active, The Rock. Why isn't The Rock in yet? I mean, he's clearly not having other match. I mean, I mean, there are other there are other guys, too, like Bam Bam Bigelow. Why isn't Bam Bam in? I think he deserves to be in. But main event level star who's not no longer active, it's got to be The Rock. All right, Brian, let's go to another call here. I think we've got a, another member of a popular podcast we just talked about here on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Let's check this out. Hey, this is Tarzan Taylor from Truth, Justice, and the New England Pro Wrestling Way Podcast. I got two grievances for Festivus. Number one, not enough heel laughs. There need to be more heel laughs. Number two, you got to dump that horsey out of it. He's a third wheel sticking to the bottom of your shoe like toilet paper. <laughs> what did he say? Was the second one you talking about Brian Fury? Yeah, that sure sounds like it. There's the third wheel sticking to the bottom of my shoe like toilet paper. I, I, that's a very – Brian Fury has been un, unjustly ripped by everybody on this podcast today. <laughs> the, poor, the poor guy is on probably like three hours of sleep a day right now. He's going to listen to this on Monday and probably throw his phone up against the wall. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, so, uh, what was Tarzan's first take? Not enough heel laughs. That that is for sure. That is for sure. Uh, we had the heel laugh Hall of Fame for a while, and uh, we closed that down. Unfortunately, it's shuttered. It's locked. Uh, I think we might have even blown it up. But uh, now that Seth Rollins is heel again, that should business should pick up with the uh, <laughs> with the heel laughs. You would think, right? I would think so. We got that message from. Mike Mills for Booking the Territory, so let's check this one out. 
Hello, Crockett, Malonis, and Fury. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. And I've got a lot of problems with the WPAN, and you're going to hear about it. I'm going to start with Michael Crockett. Brawler and Fury, I need y'all to listen to me for a second. I guess I, I, guess I should include you too, Fury, right? Because you're, you're a permanent guest host right now. I made, just so you're aware, and why this grievance is being put forth, I made a very lucrative offer to Crockett recently. And I know he didn't tell his business partners about this much <laughs> or anything. I'm sure he mentioned not a fucking thing to the brawler or to Fury. I know he didn't mention it to Fury, and I'm quite sure he didn't mention it to Malonis either. But anyway, the best part about this offer may have been Michael Crockett's reason for saying he wasn't interested. Yes, just wait till you hear the reason he was not interested in this lucrative offer. Now, as many of you know, I have been a guest host on the WPAN many times, and I have always plugged and supported the wrestling podcast about nothing. Have I not? I'm listening to you, Fury. I'm listening to you, Malonis. What are you saying? Yes, I have. I even stepped in for the man when he couldn't do a show one week. Yes, me and, the, me and Malonis did an entire show without him. So I consider Crockett, Malonis, and Fury friends, even though Malonis is only, he's the only one I've only met in person. And if this sounds clear, it is a fucking telephone. I called the line. I just got good <laughs> equipment over here. Anyway, so in my support of the WPAN, I made an offer to Crockett. Yes, I made a very lucrative offer. I said, look, my Crockett, why don't you, if at any time you want to put the WPAN on the BTT podcast feed. Why don't we put the show there? You can still keep the old feed for you and your legacy shows, but let's try to get a bigger audience for the WPN. WPN, I can't even get this shit out because I'm so angry because I'm mad at you, Crockett. I said, let's take your shows and put them on the BTT free feed. After all, our Smoky Mountain show is about to end. It's been a nice three and a half, four year run. And hey, it would be a second show on our feed each and every week, right? Now, I do this because I'm a fan of the WPAN. And I also do it because since I am a fan, I want to see the show do much better than it's doing. The numbers we draw on the BTT feed are exceptional for an independent podcast that has no national or worldwide personality on it. We are not Jim Cornette. We are not Arn Anderson. We are not Ric Flair. We're not Tony Schiavone. We're not all these damn people who have been on national television for years and years and years, and some of them still are. JR, Schiavone. We're just independent guys out there, and here we are doing our thing, and we are drawing exceptional numbers, Mike Crockett. The numbers are great. I say, hey, I want to help you out. And do you know what this shithead said to me, <laughs> Malonis? Do you want to know the reason this sheepish shithead asshole, <laughs> scary asshole, said to me why he didn't want it on the BTT feed, Fury and Malonis? Michael Crockett told me the last thing he needs is the criticism that the BTT army would reap upon him. He's like, I don't want to hear how awful we are. If that's not the mentality of a referee, I don't know what is, Malonis and Fury. So anyway, the offer's still there. But I need to have Malonis and Fury hear the offer because we already know Crockett in his getting blown up at the two count as a referee and accidentally counting to three in a big ROH match. We all know Crockett sheepishly did not accept. So like I said at the beginning of this, I got a lot of grievances with you people and you're going to hear about it. Now, the offer's there, Malonis. The offer's there, Fury. I know you guys are the shakers and movers in the promotion over there. What are we going to do about it? And on that note, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It's a fest of us for the rest of us. And Mike Crockett, you just disappoint me. Well, all right. Hmm. Um, hmm. 
it, it's kind of like what you were saying with uh, Joey Mercury. There are half-truths, and there are blatant lies. Hmm. Brian Malonis. He never said to me, you can keep your own feed, and we'll put it on our... Oh, this is what he said to me. I'll read it verbatim. This is what he said. He says, whenever you want to kill the WPAN feed, just let me know. I don't want to kill the WPAN feed. He says, I'll be happy to add WPAN to the BTT feed for even more greatness. And, and, and he just threw that out there like two days ago. And it, it didn't seem like an official offer. It was just like he just said, all right, just, just throw it on the feed. And I just said, that's the last thing I need to hear from all your creeps about how awful we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not awful, though. You th- that's what you think of our podcast? No, I'm thinking that's what they will think because anything that is not hosted by Mike Mills and his buddies uh, Harper and Doc Turner gets a mighty criticism. Mike, let me tell you something, buddy. Yes. I'm fucking delightful, all right? People love me, (laughs) all right? I, I, I play to a worldwide TV audience on a weekly basis, and I am beloved. You are beloved. Wow. What a bombshell by Mike Mills. I don't know. I don't know where we go from there. Uh, there's a lot of uh, great. What, why was he yelling? That's what Mike does. He's, he's very, <laughs> very fired up. <laughs> I guess he was insulted by the fact that I, uh, and I didn't, I, I didn't mean to insult his audience. I just, uh, I, you I called guess... him creeps. You called his audience creeps. Yes, you intended to. Well, uh, they're they're very fine people over there. I, I'm over there. I'm actually a moderator on uh, Mike Mills's uh, Facebook group, the BTT Facebook group, and there uh, there's a lot of creepy stuff that's posted over there, Brian. Hey, don't punish me and Brian Fury because Mike Crockett's a never was. Okay, it's kind of like the whole Cody Rhodes CM Punk thing, where you know if you're gonna come at me with an offer, Mike Mills, let's not do it through a Facebook Messenger. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but Mike, can you get in touch with uh, Mike Crockett's agent and lawyer? And, uh, <laughs> you know, for Christ's sake. Hey, Mike, uh, considering Crockett, uh, you know, puts no money into this podcast and I put it all in, you know, that, that was your first thing. Uh, come talk to the CEO of the WPAN. All right. Well, uh, I guess to be continued <laughs> with that, with, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens in 2020. And yes, I just named myself CEO of the WPAN. <laughs> All right. I, I, I am the heartthrob of the bouncers and the CEO of the WPAN. All self-appointed. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. All right. Well, we're, uh, we got one more call here that I guess we have to get to, which, I mean, I don't know where you go from, like you said. I don't know where you go from Mike Mills. <laughs> oh, but, this uh, is, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when uh, WWE put on Hogan and Rock, <laughs> Rock and then, and then uh, Triple H and Jericho had to go out afterwards. <laughs> Well, let's see who we have here for our last grievance here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Hello there. This is uh, Todd Smith out of Orlando, Florida. Oh. Calling to air a grievance. And I realize I don't have any grievances for this year. It's been a pretty damn good year. Besides, uh, you know what? Yeah, I do have a grievance. Catering. I love you, Daddy. Too good. I've gained 30 pounds. Can't drop it. Uncrustables galore. Salmon, steaks, (laughs) brownies, desserts. Always with the Cocoa Puffs. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, catering's been rough. But hey, Merry New Year and Happy Holidays from the handsome Ivar Warbeard Hanson. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Well, thank goodness. We've had him on for two of our holiday episodes, and this makes it three, right? Yeah, yeah. What a surprise. Uh and <laughs> I feel like he's uh, rubbing in our face, catering a little bit. The the one good thing about going as a WWE extra back in the day uh, was catering. So, and literally the only the only thing that I would even remotely miss a little bit about uh, going to do extra work at WWE was, is catering. 
Yeah, and I guess also there's a little announcement in there. Apparently, he's a father. What? Did you did you hear the person in the background saying, I love you, daddy? <laughs> there was a child saying, I love you. I don't think he's taught his cats to talk. Um, well, that was, uh, I'm locked in an office in my house, and that was my son being a pain in the ass. Uh, oh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess I have to leave that in then. <laughs> well, uh, that's very nice. It's very nice. It is, but he's, you know, it, it, it's, he's doing it because he knows I'm recording and we, he was told to stay downstairs. So while the, while the message is quite nice, he's doing it, uh, his, his motives can definitely be questioned. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I guess we should do a, one more quick grievance before we wrap this up. Let's uh, close this out in a, a proper form and fashion. Do you have one more grievance we can get out? Sure. It's, it's a quick one. It's actually with uh, the company that I work for. Uh-oh. I've been there since I, I did a tryout in 2016. I was in the 2017 Top Prospect Tournament. The bouncers were formed in 2018. We dominated in 2019. Where's Brian Malonis in the opening montage for TV? The Bruiser's there. I think a nice shot of me uh, delivering last call, the leg drop from the second rope, uh, would be a lovely addition to the Ring of Honor opening TV graphic. What do you think, Mike? I would think so. I mean, I think that's you've earned that spot, right? I think so. Yes. So let's get on a Ring of Honor. Let's get uh, Brian Malonis in the uh, in the opening montage for TV. Let's do that. And my final grievance here, as we're uh, closing down on Festivus, is uh, to Kofi Kingston acting like he's not in the middle of a big beef with us here on the wrestling podcast about nothing. He's dropping his little podcast over there on Mondays up against ours. And he's basically acting like he knows nothing about this little feud that we're that we're in the middle of here. Um, he hasn't acknowledged it on his show. And um, Kofi, bring it. That's all I'm saying. Kofi, bring it. <laughs> I mean, their their show is fantastic. Uh, I guess so. They're talking about all the all the names that they were pitched for the A, the A men. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of uh, uh, KXB. <laughs> what was KXB? It was K- Kofi Xavier and Biggie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen, Mike. It's a great podcast. All right, it's it's called uh, the New Day something or other over there. Check that out. Uh, they don't need our help, I guess. But anyway, thank you very much, and uh, Brian Malonis. I just want to say. Everyone. <laughs> so happy Festivus to one and all. And uh, Festivus is back here on the wrestling podcast about nothing. And one more because I had no really opportunity to fit this one in, Brian. Check Festivus. There was really no context for, for that one to fit into the show, but I had to get that in there. Always a favorite of ours. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, just the fact that I was able to fit that in. Another Festivus miracle. So, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much for uh, tuning in this week. And if you want to give us a little feedback, tweet us at the WPN on Twitter with their take of this week's episode, your thoughts and other discussion, your grievances. Let us know. Use the hashtag WPAN or call the voicemail line 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. And we did get a voicemail about last week's podcast with Dukes Dalton, a very fun episode. We got a lot of uh, feedback from a lot of old pals of ours. Let's take a listen to this voicemail. Good morning, gentlemen. This is Sonny. It is Tuesday morning at 6.18 in the morning. I'm on my way to work. I just finished the interview with Dukes. I got to tell you, so all the time I was in the business and, and he was, we actually never crossed paths. Uh, I met him Tuesday night when you guys were taping this, and I, I was I was excited, man, because I, I always thought the guy could work. What a great interview! Um, that, that was I would love to hear another another hour with him. So, uh, so thank you for bringing Dukes into my life and making me finally meet him. But uh, that's it, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Sunny Goodspeed, a uh, favorite here of the wrestling podcast about nothing. Yeah, he was actually at the school when Dukes came in to record the interview with us. Yeah, yeah. It blows my mind. I've been around Sonny for his meeting of 
you know, our two of our trainers, uh, you know, Mike Hollow and, and Duke Stalton. And the fact that all of them have been around for so long and have never crossed paths blew my mind. I'm trying to think if there's anybody, any longtime guys out there that, that I haven't crossed paths with over the course of my career. But uh, it blew my mind that, that they had never met. Yeah, crazy. Did you hear from anyone uh, regarding the Duke's interview? Yeah, it was all great feedback. It was all it was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, everybody that I, I had talked to and all the online, um, feedback I've seen has been, uh, nothing but positive. So, uh, great episodes, some great stories about, uh, about killer Kowalski and what it was like breaking in, uh, there and, um, really fun story. Glad we finally got Duke's on. Yeah. And like I said, uh, we've been trying since the very beginning and uh, we kind of gave up for a while, but happy that, uh, it just kind of sprung to my mind. Let's, let's see if we can get Duke's in and we made it happen. So very happy we're able to do that. And if you have some time, you know, you got a little holiday break going on, go back and listen to one episode 190, our interview with Dukes Dalton, a local legend here in New England Pro Wrestling, and uh, another legendary podcast. Hey, you might be hearing us soon on their very own feet. <laughs> I don't know at this point. <laughs> Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast with Mike Mills, Harbury Harper, and Doc Turner, three tremendous fellows, and they have a, a great audience for their podcast there it's the best they get great numbers from what i hear so check out uh, booking the territory mikemills.podbean.com if you love that southern style wrestling and for the northern style of professional wrestling you want to check out our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with Lil joe Morata and michael quinn ovpodcast.com is is where you want to go for that uh, great show and they're talking about the best and worst entrance themes this season a great topic make sure you check that out they're wrapping up their season very shortly i think today they are reviewing suburban commando so they're taking a little break so check out their review of the hulk hogan joint suburban commando uh also greetings from allentown with pw peter winson happy holidays to you pw and uh check out his show where he talks about one single episode of wrestling television and breaks it down to the broke down broke over there on greetings from Allentown. subscribe to his show and finally the rundown wrestling network they're talking about every wrestling show just find it at rundownwrestling.com and it is time for this week's promo about nothing but before we get into that brian you are hitting the highways byways and airways crisscrossing this great nation of ours plying your trade as a pro professional wrestler and you have dates i do mike this uh, saturday night i'm returning to the melrose memorial hall the millennium wrestling federation is back after a very long hiatus uh, i am part of cam zagami's new uprising uh, faction i believe uh, vicky guerrero and brian pillman jr uh, are also a part of this faction. So I'll be there, Melrose Memorial Hall, this Saturday night. Most importantly, I'll be going to the Kowloon afterwards to enjoy some fine uh, Asian cuisine. I'm very excited for that as well. <laughs> as well. But check out uh, bostonwrestling.com for all ticket and card information. And the card is loaded, Mike. Just all sorts of big names are going to be in attendance there. An old friend of ours, Tony Atlas, will be there. So Whoa. you know, check out bostonwrestling.com uh, for your tickets and full card information. MWF, Brian, the return of the MWF. You know what I got to say about that? What? Another Festivus miracle. Yes. <laughs> the MWF You're really is liking back. this new sound machine you have. Huh? <laughs> Don't get used to it, folks. <laughs> then like on january the 4th the new year the first match of the new year for the kingpin the brawler whatever you're calling me up in maine brewer maine iwe uh heading way the hell up north of bangor so if you live up in canada or in the in, in the brewer maine area come check it out i'll be taking on eric johnson who i understand is a local maine legend is how he builds himself so the former jive and jimmy Yes, so I'll be I'll be taking on a, a legend of the state of Maine. Uh, I'll also be doing a uh, a seminar at the Limitless Wrestling Dojo, also on Saturday from eleven to three. Uh, cost is just thirty bucks. So if you're interested in that, if you're a pro wrestler interested in that, uh, and either want to make the drive up to Brewer, Maine, or uh, live in that area, definitely uh, hit me up, and I'll give you all the details on that. Then, Mike. The following weekend, January the 11th, I'm heading to Atlanta, Georgia for Ring of Honor Saturday night at Center Stage. And then the very next night, I'll be heading to Concord, North Carolina, also for Ring of Honor. Both great events will be streaming on Honor Club, ROHWrestling.com, ROH Honor Club. 
com for all that information. We'll stop there because this is a long one, baby. Yeah, I might have to make some uh, cuts, some nips and tucks in this podcast to make it more consumable for the uh, listener. You're going to cut out all the Joey Mercury stuff? Well, no, that one. We're just going to leave that. That's going to be the entire episode. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about this week's promo about nothing. It is from the year 1987, and it is Jim Crocker Promotions, NWA, World Championship Wrestling. And Brian, it's a Festivus miracle. <laughs> they, they are back. Well, I mean, one of them is back, I think. Maybe both of them. It is the new breed. Yes. All right. Sean Royal is here, and Chris Champion, he says he's there, but he is, or maybe he isn't. Let's take a listen to this week's promo about nothing. We are back with one half of the new breed, Sean Royal, and a lot of letters, a lot of calls about Chris Champion. We'll ask you where Chris has been. Chris is right here, Tony. It's obvious that you can't see him, but it's very evident, and uh, Chris is very much alive. I'm sorry that you people at home might not be able to see him. It's just a mere illusion that uh, you'll be able to understand in a few light years. But let's, uh, let's talk about a little rest. What's that? Excuse me for a second. What's that, Chris? Chris wants to know when the uh, Tony Giovanni workout book is going to come out. Tony says you've been looking pretty good lately. There's nobody over there, Sean. There's nobody there. Oh, you're lost. You lost all hope. Let's talk about wrestling. What's going on in the world of wrestling today? Certain man, Dusty Rhodes, coming out talking about, let me tell you now, I've got the Weaver Lock, the most nicknamed the Weaver Lock. Let me tell you what's happening, Dusty Rhodes. Come over New Breeze Pad. We're putting a space lock on you, brother. Send your mind in the level of a higher understanding you never even dreamed about. Thank you. And then let's understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, hold on a bit. Hold on a second. Hey, New Breed is alive and well and is feeling very much alive. <laughs> Rock and Roll Express, your boys, best watch your back. You got a few things coming down the road that you might not be able to handle. Good day. So, yeah. Sean Royal, the the new breed is alive and well and feeling very much alive. <laughs> uh, the terrible Dusty Rhodes uh, impersonation was uh, was something. You, you got to wonder, like, uh, you know, like, like Dusty Rhodes is on the same. I mean, these guys are on the same like planet as Dusty Rhodes when it comes to somebody who I, I would think they would cross paths with, like. You think you think this is just like them shooting, uh, trying to shoot an angle with the? I don't even know if he was the Booker at that point, but uh, trying to trying to get themselves over. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the Booker, and in their their canon for the new breed, part of their whole gimmick is they come from the year 2002 or whatever it is, and they say that in 2002, Dusty Rhodes is the president of the United States. Oh, okay. So yes, they're really trying to. Uh, Getting good with the uh, with the Booker, I think. <laughs> trying to shoot an angle with them, trying to put him over as like the greatest man in the history of uh, the world in 2002 as the president. But uh, you know, it, it makes sense they would kiss ass because the promo skills are terrible, and so is their wrestling. So I mean, the, the foolishness of it. I love Tony Tony Schiavone, just very dry. Just to, uh, there's there's nobody there. There's, there's no nobody there. there. There's no one there next to you. <laughs> and there was no viewers by the end of that promo from the beginning of it. Yes, it was uh, something. It was quite something that they put out there. And of course, Chris Champion is the talker of the group. And uh, if we've shared promos with him in the past on the promo about nothing, and he's not bad. I mean, he's got really... Cowabunga? Yes, Cowabunga the Turtle. He's got really weird, like, you know copy to talk about i mean i'm sure he came up with it himself but it's the 80s anyway but just the fact he delivers it well if you hear him and pass promo about nothings or if you see him on youtube chris champion he is convincing but sean royal is the uh unconvincing one of the duo and chris champion was injured at this time so sean royal had to carry the load and he no he wasn't he was right there mike 
he was a mere illusion, and I could only see him if they wanted me to. And I guess maybe they wanted you to, but they didn't want me to. I, I don't, you know, here's the thing: like Chris Champion gets gets hurt, and they still felt the need to keep Sean Royal on uh, on their television program. So, gotta keep it rolling. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I, he ends it very strangely. I don't know what's going on, but he says "good day" at the end, like like an Australian. <laughs> Maybe Australia has invaded the U.S. in their 2002, and they've taken some of their uh, terminology with them. And somehow it makes more sense than anything else in the promo. (laughs) Well, you've heard this promo about nothing. If you want the full picture with uh, just Sean Royal, not Chris Champion, as far as I can see, find the link to the video in the description of this episode or at the WPAN.com. Brian, happy Festivus. Happy Festivus to you, buddy. Happy Festivus. Well, happy Festivus. Happy Festivus. Merry Christmas, pal. Likewise, buddy. And uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays to everyone out there listening to the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Some people are taking holidays off, but not us, Brian, because we'll be back here next Monday. We will. We'll find a way. I'll, I'll talk to you guys about when you want to record. Uh, for episode 192 <laughs> of the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, till then... For the absent Brian Fury, he's Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mako, and thanks for nothing. Nothing.